and welcome to the Fiorella Files. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of crime fiction and historical novels and an incorrigible bibliophile. It's wonderful to be making a programme on pretty much my favourite subject, books. On my show, I will be introducing you to books, classical and contemporary, that you must read, should enjoy reading, or should not touch with an 11-foot barge pole. Once a month, I will also be doing my special edition children's book show, involving younger reviewers talking about and sharing their favourite books. This week, I have three absolutely fascinating books to share with you. Two of them have a common thread, and that is the mistreatment of children, which may not seem like the sort of topic anyone wants to listen to, particularly at the moment. It's coronavirus, we're all really depressed. But please bear with me, because both authors, in their own unique way, deal with the subject in an extremely sensitive and engaging manner, but also in a way that I think would make the reader think without being overwhelmingly depressing. My first book is a searing indictment on Britain's adoption system and care system, written by an acclaimed poet, and it looks at what happens when a child is left entirely alone in the world. My classic is One of the Greats by One of the Greats. In my opinion, this is one of Charles Dickens's greatest novels, which I've only recently rediscovered. To finish with a sumptuously beautiful book, based on a very puzzling real-life situation. It's a bit of a historical whodunit. Takes the reader through the decadence of France's Belle Epoque to the final days leading up to the German invasion of Paris. Now, I personally knew very little about the Belle Epoque before I read this book, and I now feel as if I could quite happily flounce down the Champs-Élysées in a beautiful dress and just fit in. So, our first book, my non-fiction book of the week, My Name Is Why, by Lem Sesse. Now, I won't go into a lot of detail about Lem Sesse's background because this book is a memoir, as the title possibly suggests. It came out last year and it has been a bestseller. When I first saw this book, my first thought was, this is yet another contribution to the grossly overweight misery literature genre. Everything about the book, at a first glance, just reeks of mislit. You get the photograph of the little boy on the front cover, clearly an old family photograph. It quickly becomes clear this is a tale of a terrible childhood So my first thought was, here we go again, it always rains in Limerick, and everybody's daddy's an alcoholic, and everybody's mammy is dead. Don't get me wrong, I think it has been very important that as a society we have come to terms with the horrors of child abuse, wherever they have occurred. And I also believe that the failure to talk openly about abuse has been a contributing factor to the perpetuation of that evil and the failure of pretty much every institution involved in the care of children, including, of course, the Catholic Church, to come to terms with it. So I certainly don't think that the subject of child abuse should be brushed under the carpet by any means. However, there are ways and ways of dealing with a harrowing subject, 
and I have not been impressed with a lot of the mislit memoirs that have come my way over the years. This book, I quickly discovered, is something very, very different. One can tell almost immediately this is the work of a very fine poet. The prose is lyrical. It's just such a pleasure to read. It's captivating in the way Lem Sisse draws the reader into what was initially the very ordinary world of a 1970s northern English town. He writes compellingly about every aspect of his childhood, from a naughty moment stealing a ginger cake from the kitchen table to the horrific internal conflicts he went through as a young man, trying to come to terms with his black identity. Lem Sese was born to a very young, unmarried student from Ethiopia during the 1960s. She was a Seventh-day Adventist and she'd come over to England to study. And as soon as Lem was born, he was taken into care. Lem Sisse was led to believe throughout his childhood that his mother had abandoned him. Much later, when he appealed for his files from the social services, he discovered that she had never wanted to part with him. She had written to the social services, begging to be told how to claim her son back, and every possible obstacle had been placed in her way. We hear so much about the horrors of the care system in Ireland, where children were forcibly adopted, taken away from so-called unfit mothers because they were young, because they were unmarried, children left at the mercy of...